Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Hello everyone and welcome back to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow! And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and as always, my very lovely special co-host, Mr. Jim Strangepork. How's it going, buddy? It's going great, Admiral. I'm excited to be back. Yes. Doing another episode. And also, we always have the Honorable Tesla here. Tesla, would you like to say hello? Okay, he's just giving me a look like, I can't talk, motherfucker. <laughs> That's the look he's giving me. He's, he's, he's channeling his inner Samuel Jackson right now. Yeah. Um, all right, Jim, so before we move on, why don't you tell the people what we do here? We are a Futurama fan podcast. We take it upon ourselves every so often uh, to watch another episode of the great hit animated sci-fi series Futurama. We take each episode, we break them down, we're going to go through the plot of the episode, kind of let you know what happened in case you didn't watch it, which, seriously, go watch it, it's a great show. Uh, we'll tell you our favorite things, some of our favorite jokes, we'll give you some fun facts, and we'll tell you uh, a few things that me, that the Admiral and myself may want from the future. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, now this week we're going to review Mother's Day, episode 14 of season 2, May 14th, 2000. And Jim, would you correctly tell the people that we're going in production order? That's right, folks. If you are watching in release order, which is the order if you are watching on Hulu um, or any other streaming service that may have it. I only know of Hulu at the moment as we record this. Netflix had it at one point. Anyway, if you're going in that order, then you may think we're skipping one, but we're going in production order, which is the correct order on the DVDs. Yes, 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 yes. Because I have the DVDs because I'm a true fan. I'm not saying anything against Jim. going to say, yeah. yeah. I bought them at a like garage sale. They were all for like five bucks. I was like, yes. See, my library used to have them all, but then like I got I got season two and they had one disc of season six, so they've just thrown away season two and they don't have it anymore. Wow. So, so yeah. So and then the Firestorm and then the Fire Nation attack? Is that just random? Yeah. Alright. Alright, so guys, so yes, Mother's Day, episode fourteen, season two. The uh, caption, I'm sorry, Tesla, bless you, keep sneezing, is larva tested, pupil approved, or poop, uh, is it, is it, pupa, pupa, pupa approved, and the cartoon is Bold King Cole, 1936. Indeed. I like how Tesla's like, you better say that year, motherfucker, you better <laughs> say it. Tesla's uh, getting really aggressive these days. I know. Uh, so, yes, May 14th, the year 2000. Alright, so, let's open up. What do we open up on? The, the Planet Express crew, uh, watching, uh, the news. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about William Wu, uh, I think he was talking about Blurns Ball? Yeah, Blurns Ball. Yes. Uh, and then they talk about how Mother's Day is coming up for robots, and Bender got her a card specifically, you know, for Mother's Day. And then uh, he goes, I got to bring all this other crap. And uh, and so he breaks Leela and Fry, bring all the presents. And they start gagging 
because of the carbon monoxide from the other robots. <laughs> yes, I love all the pollution at the Mother's Day um, rally, I guess. Yeah, or gathering. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but then, so they drop everything off, and then uh, Tiny Tim uh, from the last episode that it's we... Not, it's not Tiny Tim, it's Tinny Tim. Tinny Tim. Did you notice that his crutch was on the opposite side? Yeah. There's a little, little goose there. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, he, what did he, I think he made like a wooden mom statue or something, I believe. Yeah. Um, like a little, he spent all of his, uh, he like saved all of his money and spent all of it on this little wooden statue of mother, of mom. And, uh, like he puts it on a little conveyor belt with all the other gifts. And Bender just opens up, oh, forgot these, and opens his chest, and all of this thing just crushes Tinny Tim's thing, yeah. which I laughed so, I laughed so hard at. It was so funny. Uh, so, and then the wax, the robot museum history, which is funny. Yes. And the wax robot guy. <laughs> they got the wax robots, like, set up, and the guy that's taking the nap by it, and Fry's like, who's this guy? Because it's all, like, famous robots of history. Yeah, it's like the robot janitor who is also just made of wax for whatever reason, which it's, I love. <laughs> what about see through the eyes of a bending unit? That was yes. Yeah, everyone's a target or like a chump, and it's like, uh, what was it about Fry? It was like pretend to be best friend, then rob and leave for dead. Yes, in a ditch somewhere or something. Yeah, and then like Bender tries it on, and like he gets a headache from it. Yeah. Uh, what about when uh when it shows mom like. Who's my special robot? And it flips, and it's a mirror. And Bender's like, "No one look at this mirror, okay?" <laughs> oh, it's such a good bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's uh, uh, and then Jim, where do we uh do do we go into the actual? Do we go into Mother? And we, we cut to her in the factory as they're um. I don't remember what's going on with the gifts. I know that all the cards are being processed where there's a money magnet sucking all the money out, and then they're being processed into... Um, toilet paper uh, for orphans. Yeah, orphan-grade toilet paper. Um, I don't remember what happens to all the gifts, but we cut to mother, or to mom. Um, and then she has a flashback. She's discussing why she hates Mother's Day. Yes. And yeah, then we get a flashback and a little bit of backstory on her. And this is the—is this the first flashback that we've gotten? I think so. No. Oh man, that's a tough one. I think this might be the first flashback we get. It could be, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they talk about how they, they. She talks about her and Professor Farnsworth's relationship. Yeah. And about how hey. Uh, you know, we used to love each other, blah, blah, this. Uh, and then he talks about, what was, what was? No, wait, they don't get into it here. Okay. They get into that later. This is just her saying that she hates Mother's Day. Oh, well, we can kind of lump this together, because then it goes to the professor, and he, like, Yeah, talks. yeah. So what, what was, what did he build the cat with? With rainbows? Yeah, it was like a little toy cat that like shot rainbows out of its eyes, and she wanted to make them eight foot tall and shoot actual lasers as like weapons of death. Uh, and he's like, I don't think he said sixteen. She said eight feet tall, and he's like, oh, sixteen feet tall. Sixteen feet tall? How dare you? Yeah. Uh, 
Like, that was it. Just like, fuck no. That yeah. happened. But it shows their relationship about how they really cared for each other. How they actually, like, loved each other in a way. Yeah, and it is interesting. It's an interesting relationship. Yeah. Like... Because it shows about how he used to work for mom, and that's how he got his funding. And then, you know, different things. <laughs> and then we uh, and then it cuts to uh, so all the robots have taken over. Have, have basically the mom goes rebel against uh, the humans. So yes. So all, everything's a robot. Everything's a robot in the future. Yeah, quite literally. Like, everything from, like, the garbage disposal, the toaster. I love the coffee machine with Fry. That's a great bit. How do you like it now? I love that he's just like, can I have some coffee, please? Would you like sugar? Yes. Out of sugar. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Would you like cream? Yes. Out of coffee. (laughs) Oh, okay. I I love how it tries to get Amy to put its hand down the garbage disposal. Yes. But uh, but no, this was a this was a fun scene. Uh, and then I love how Fry's like, "What are you talking about? We didn't have robots when I came from. We just had an automated teller machine that would give us money when we wanted it." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then they basically, you know, Fry tries to open the can of leaks. Um, yeah. Which to, is like Swiss Army knife. Which I I have to say, in Fry's defense, those knives do not work well for that. They don't. They don't. That's why they have a patch for it in Boy Scouts. You know. Yeah. Uh, so then finally Zoidberg snips it open with his claw. Yes. And then they go to eat it. And uh, um, what are the name of the brothers again? I forgot. Um. I know one of them's Larry. Walt, Larry, and what's the? It's like an I. Inger. Oh, Ig. Ig. Igner or Igner, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so then basically they go, "Hey, professor, you need to fall back in love with mom." So the robots stop rebelling, and they put Igner in a really like horrible situation. They make him wear one of mom's bras. I have to say, Igner, this is like the episode he shines the most in, just by how freaked he is by everything that's going on, yeah. and then they just keep it going. Because he gets freaked out by the fact that Professor was with his mom. Then he gets freaked out by the fact that they're going to get him back with the mom. And then, like, Professor rips his shirt open. And he's like, no, no, I love that so much. And then they put him in the brawl right after that. Yes. Yes. Which I really... I really goes, Copperfield I must, Copperfield I shall. Yes. Uh... But no, other than that, like, they put, they make him wear the bra, which I was like, oh my god, what are they doing? And it's completely pointless, too, because it's not like they needed him to be wearing it to show the professor what he was doing. No. And I think that's actually one of Mom's bras. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and they show where the, where the remote she keeps in the bra, uh, and then they're like, you know, you have to do this. And then, so basically, Fry takes a cart, which he made oval wheels. Yes. <laughs> I love that. And Lila's like, wouldn't it make more sense if they're round? It's my invention, we do it my way. <laughs> um, and so then, I know we're going really fast, but this is really a straightforward episode. There's no B-plot. Yeah. There's just the one main plot, really. Yeah. Which I love these kind of episodes. I'm not saying anything wrong. It's the B-plot. But I love the straightforward episodes. Like, I love them. Yeah. And then... 
we get to it, and I love how uh, the professor puts his foot in the door. Which he opens. Crushed. Yeah. <laughs> and he has flowers and uh, chocolate. He has chocolates, right? Um, I think it's just the flowers. Okay. It was mom's favorite flowers. Which yeah. Professor, she's like, you remembered my favorite flowers. Your favorite what now? Yeah. <laughs> you were. Uh, so why don't you take it from here? Because I know you like this scene a lot. Yeah. So um, the professor goes into the cabin. He gets invited in by mom, and they go, and he's going in to do his mission while the rest of them wait outside, uh, hiding behind the bushes. Um, he goes in, they kind of get into another little fight, and then they just start, like, making out, basically. And uh, as he's now seduced her, he starts getting the bra off, which I love the whole scene, as he's, like, very intricately like, okay, now, now the first hook, okay, that one's off, now just the second Oh, damn, the first one's back on. and Like, he's struggling so much with it as you go through his internal monologue. And then he finally gets it off. He's like, yes, success. I, I, oh, my. And he just sees mom totally nude in front of him and just throws the bra to the side and goes and starts doing it with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the rest of the cast is just, like, waiting outside. Like, it shouldn't be taking this long. And all the robots start closing in to kill all humans, which somehow involves Zoidberg, too. I don't know why he's included in Kill All Humans. He shouldn't even have to run. Right. But, Cause, um, yeah. Because so, he's, a, he's, he's a, uh, n- not a... I was going to say a Niblonian, but that's that's not... Yeah. He's, um, a, he's a Decapodian. That's what he is. Yeah. So they all run. They flee inside the cabin. And when they get in there, they realize that Mob and Professor are not there right inside. So they go about looking for him. Which Fry's discovery of there's nothing here but a couple of old elephant skin rugs. Oh God! <laughs> I love that part so much. <laughs> uh, and so he walks in on the professor and mom in bed together, having just done it. Um, and now that mom is pleased with the sex she just had, she's willing to turn off the robot, so they have to find the bra now that has the remote still in it. And so they begin to look around, and it's on the—it's hooked on the ceiling fan, which is also a robot, and won't give it back as the rest of the robots show up. And then I love how Bender comes in, and she's like, "Hey, robot, grab that for me." Okay, mom, you got it. And I love how the greeting card becomes a robot, but it's spouting off like communist manifesto. Yes, it's literally quoting the communist manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> Which, when I was watching that, I was like, oh my god, it's Animal Farm all over again. Yeah. And my favorite part of it is that, like, Bender is listening to the card. He's like, no, we're going to have a robot-only society free of humans where we will not drink liquor. And that's when Bender is like, no, screw this all, and goes and gets the the bra. Yeah. I love how they talk about... I love how they talk about land robots. Like, land robots are the only good robots. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, the sea robots and air robots, you don't want them. No. Uh, and so then we, uh, she turns off all the robots and they stop, you know, uh, basically revolting. And they and she comes to find out that it was all a ruse for the professor, but he really, like, loved her and he really wanted to get back with her. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's pissed off and, like, gets rid of him. But the professor responds by building... He breeds albino shouting gorillas to sit on top of Planet Express and yell mom. Yes. And doesn't Bender drink strawberry champagne? 
Yeah, he drinks the like the strawberry champagne in a can that uh, Fry brought for the professor to to woo uh, mom with. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, that was really good. I love it, and we end, uh, mom, mom, yeah. mom. <laughs> the shouting, the shouting albino gorillas. Yes. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard that last scene. I was just maybe, oh god. It was, it was, it was funny, but no, but, but the main, the main parts, I know we weren't really quick, but that's really like, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's pretty much all that we had. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's different and it's a good episode. Like I, I like this episode a lot. Yeah. I forgot how good this episode was. It's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. It. There's a lot of, like, little things that you can notice about the episode, like, when you pay close attention. But, yeah, there's, like, it doesn't really introduce any new characters, but it develops the characters we had. Like, it develops Mom and Professor a little more. I love how, uh, I love how Zoidberg is interesting what human mating looks like. Yes. (laughs) Um. Like, every character in the show, though, got, like, a good moment in this episode, too. That's what made it so great, I think. Yeah. All right. So you ready to move on to uh, uh, things I want from the future? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, it's kind of a fun fact and a and a uh, things I want, but I'm going to save it for last. Uh, but I love how you remember when you remember when the dupe soldiers were trying to fight off uh, the uh, the giant robot. What's his name? Rope the uh, destructor. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I completely forgot that. Tinny Tim got crushed by the Crushinator. Yes. <laughs> she rolled over him. Yes. Poor Tinny Tim. He like he gets horribly maimed every time he shows up. Yeah. Um. But uh, the dupe people fight them off with rakes. Remember that? Yeah. So I want <laughs> rakes. I want rakes from that episode. Yes. <laughs> and I want that greeting card that just shouts off communist manifestos. Yeah. Uh, um. I also want only land robots, because, you know, sky robots and sea robots kind of scare me. Yeah. Uh, and I want the strawberry champagne. That's, that's what you I want. You probably get that, honestly. Yeah. What, uh, what, uh, well, I'm, I mean, I can get rakes, too, you know. So yeah. what, what, what are, what are some things you want from the future? Um, I want a remote that can turn all devices evil. Uh, and you sent me a very fun message. Do you want to go over each button? Yeah, so my favorite thing about that remote, and it, again, it's kind of a fun fact as well, but because I really want this remote, the, the other options, if you notice when watching, other than Rebel, are Give Gifts, Tidy Up World, Serve Man Regular, Serve Man Ironic. And I really want that remote. Yes. Is there anything else? what Serve Man Ironic would turn into. I would love to watch that happen. I'm assuming it's probably the Twilight Zone episode. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, um, I'm trying to remember. There was something. Oh yeah, I want the wax robot that takes a nap in a wax museum of robots. I laughed so hard. It's like, what? Up. What? You think I can't look like that? Cause I'm just a wax robot. A wax robot like me can't sit here. What's going on, man? <laughs> um, and I want the money magnet. Yes, I mean I'm pretty sure we all want the money magnet. Yeah, you know. Um, but, uh, 
I don't know if you notice this on the can. This is kind of going to bleed into fun facts. Um, Quantum Leak Soup. Yes. I want it. I I got that reference and I was like, holy shit, Quantum Leap. That yeah. is not referenced in the show ever again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't it, think it's so. It's such an outrageous, like, it's one of those shows people don't remember as well as they should. Yeah. But I love it. Quantum Leap. Like Quantum Leap. That made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I love that joke. Yeah. All right, so fun facts. Um, William Wu is a real friend of one of the writers. Ah. Yeah, so that's why they wrote his name in there. Um, yeah. Also, did you catch the map to Mom's Cabin? Was yes. Dungeons and Dragons-esque? Yes. Yeah. Again, and, there and are I, so many little things you can notice in this episode. Yeah, and also the other thing I wanted to... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring it up again, Tesla. I know you read Animal Farm. I know. Uh-huh. He's like, aren't you going to bring it up? Uh, is this, the greeting card reminded me of Animal Farm and also from Manifesto of the, yeah. the Communist Manifesto. Which, that, those are actual lines. Yeah, that is straight up, like, most of what he's saying is straight up taken from the Communist Manifesto. Like, oh. it's just straight up, it's exactly like the preachings of Karl Marx. Alright, so why don't you talk about uh, some of your fun facts. So, one of my favorite is that um, when the robots start protesting, they have a lot of signs, and their chants and stuff are really fun. My favorite being they chant, hey, hey, ho, ho, one, zero, zero, one, one, zero, uh, which is just the binary for an ampersand. <laughs> um, some of the signs that they carry are really great, um, with a lot of, like, code language, like, repeat and then, like, in the parentheses with, like, the little line that comes out, um, like, love mom while one greater than zero, meaning to repeat loving mom as long as one is more than zero. Like, the jokes in there are such, like, nerdy little computer language that they're really great. Um, the other one that I loved uh, is that when they're protesting, a lot of them are burning their punch cards which is a reference to the Vietnam War protests when people would burn their draft cards. And also when uh, the women would burn their bras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still a pro-feminine show. This is a pro-feminine yeah. show. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I totally got that one. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I, uh, I, I laughed so hard at that when they were burning the time card. And the smoking robot, I love how the smoking robot had like four cigars and yet he was still burning them with like a regular lighter. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Uh, anything else? Because I mean, that's, I know we went quick, but that's the show. That's the episode. Yeah, it's, it's straightforward. Uh, anything else before we move on? Uh, before we head out, Jim? No, I don't think I got anything else. All right, guys. So this is a bi-weekly show. So we'll be we'll be back in two weeks again to review another episode. But guys, you can find us on lowrainpictures.com on oh uh, what's on on and our this is called Welcome to the World Tomorrow. And also, guys, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. Marty and the Arrogant Observer, thank you for letting us use your website. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram on Holland Sci-Fi. And also. You can email us at cinemagems15 at gmail and use that lovely hashtag, hashtag cinemagems on Twitter and ask us a question because, I mean, I check there before we do Welcome to the World Tomorrow, but we are also on Facebook and so is my other podcast, Cinema Gems. All right, guys, that's all I got. Jim? That's it for me, guys. 
All right, wipe your hose and see you later. Bye.